saluto a tutti. What's up, Juventini? Alberto here with Anthony. We are ready to rock on a victory Friday, all right? Coppa Italia, another mm -hmm. beatdown. This time, Frosinone 4-0. Oh, oh man. Ant, can we just tell these guys every friggin' game is the Coppa Italia? Like, It's probably on. the best route. Probably the best route to use. That's uh, It's not a bad idea. Ten goals in two games albeit a Salernitana weak side Frozenoni also not playing a couple guys which surprised me Sule being one of them I don't uh, don't understand this for them however I'll take Doesn't it matter. either way but we're we handled that very business like mm -hmm. and that's what should mm -hmm. be happening with exactly. those teams when Juve plays them so very business like very controlled uh, only a couple frantic moments I could think of but and a few things still to work on but Man, is it ever looking good, okay? And we've got some good performances from several guys, again, that we are going to talk about, okay? But we're going to go through it all, going to go through the latest news. We have uh, the official fan club's unveiling of which fan club is going to win the autographed 84 Addy Stone kit. As for everybody else, mm -hmm. we're going to have some details on some of these other kits I have to give away, all right? Five kits I have ready to go for all you uh, subscribers, all right? Just but... five? I thought you had like 27 to give away. No, no. Oh. I already gave two. These five oh. will make it seven. The Eddie Stone one, eight. I'll have two more after that, all right? We are going to take a second say what's up to everybody. Alex P., we're owning the Copa 10 goals in two games. Let's go. Let's go. And yes, obviously talking about the hype is real. We'll talk about Keenan Yildiz. Mark saying hype is exaggerating. A real hype is more true than not. I think uh, everything about this kid is uh, leading to uh, the hype being real. Yeah, that mm -hmm. was one spectacular finish, which of course we will talk to. All right. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, hey, first up. Got to take care of some uh, business, and we are going to uh, cover this official fan club. Okay, let's get that out of the way right out of the gate. Start this show uh, popping by choosing that official fan club. I have listed in random order the 20 official fan clubs numbered here. And I just need you to give me a number between 1 and 20. Hmm. 1 and 20. Uh, so this is the number that I wore for many, many years. It's also the number on the day my daughter was born. So I'm going to go with number eight. Number eight. Oh, baby. So our friend number eight just happens to be, well, I don't know if my camera will zoom in there, but it's right there. Baltimore. CJ oh. Ilardo will be happy. Even uh, Justin's going to be happy because he's got a shot now at that 84 Addy Stone signed kit fans. by Legend Betigan on the back to current squad. So, Baltimore, you have been selected, okay. all right? So, if anyone who's thinking that this was rigged, me being a Steelers fan, there is no way I would willingly choose the city of Baltimore. That's true. Right? That's true. But congratulations. Yeah. Congrats to Baltimore. And then now coming up on the weekend, we're going to have a live show on the weekend, have some fun. And uh, that'll be where we uh, choose the actual 
listed fan club member who will get that kit. Okay, so great stuff there. Also, follow up from yesterday. You guys had some requests and whatnot. We finished off the show with a wild crossover of WWE to Juventus. And my my God, these segments. One that, of my favorite. If you haven't watched it, it's one of my favorite segments. That was hilarious. Trying to spot which wrestler would match the persona throughout Juventus. We had some shouts for Del Piero as Bret Hart. Well, here we go with Alessandro Del Piero's Bret Hart. This next one had me dying, but Undertaker. Somewhat said Gigi Buffon would be the Undertaker. That is well, this so is. Good. This is what that would be like, all right. Uh, I, think, I think that well, might be that might be my new Twitter uh, profile picture. If you can send me that one, I oh love that. Oh my photo. god, this one's genius! But this one absolutely <laughs> killed me. We asked who would Bernardeski be, and I said Gilberg, someone to that likes, and uh, Anthony hits us with gold dust, and here <laughs> is Bernardeski. As gold dust, ready to sign his loan move. All right, I'm dying at this. This is absolutely hilarious. Anyways, um, great, great segment. Look how segment. good that is. Um, Look how good hilarious. that is. Uh, great, great segue. Anyways, <laughs> a lot of fun for everybody. And the feedback on that, I can't oh, believe it. But a ton of WWE fans, at least from that era, um, that were around. So great, great stuff. Now, we get to the business at hand oh man i'm still dying over that uh, bernardeski gold dust thing now we got uh some of the news we're gonna just quickly tackle but then get into more in depth after we go through Mm -hmm. the game okay so illing jr heading towards a renewal that could be done by the end of february great stuff there that's coming to us from nico skira you've got weston mckinney heading for an extension originally it was two years rumors about three years right now we'll get more to that what a game from mckenny again yesterday ederson of atalanta being listed as a player juventus likes it's monitoring this is something for the summer okay uh not going to be anything in january atalanta is not getting rid of ederson in january all right uh tiago jalo should be getting finalized soon okay so Mm -hmm. according to uh Many of the most credible, down to the final details. Samardzic, nothing new as of today. Nothing new. Yeah, so everything that stood yesterday, still kind of there. And that is just uh, simply that Juve was secretly discussing things with the father, trying to land a deal through that avenue, which makes the most sense since it broke down with Inter because of the father. Kind of makes sense. And this would be very Moji-esque. Of Juntoli, by the way, if mm-hmm. he is to uh, land this one, that row. But more on Juntoli and even Max Allegri after we get to this game, okay? So this Coppa Italia match, man, My the word. lineup we got, we know we had no Rabio, we know we had no Chiesa, probable lineup, 3-5-2, Perin, Gatti, Bremer, Danilo, Weya, McKenny, Locatelli, Miretti, Kostic with Yildiz and Milik. We said this on the preview show, and absolutely no reason these guys couldn't More go out enough. and get the job done i also said another thing looking at frozen on his side a relatively small side i said we need to control this game we need to mm-hmm. be definitely the more physical team i think we were we controlled this game quite well there was only one brief spell i could think of right after we went one nil up where it kind of got a little bit a little bit ugly a little bit frantic mm-hmm. but then we just we settled down, settled down. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. Allegri was yelling "Kama" probably about fifty times. You could hear it easy uh, through the uh, broadcast, and then we got it uh, under control. We didn't even have to wait long for the first one in this. Great, nope. great start. Right attitude, right approach. Get out and get after it. And that's one thing we've talked about. Juve has done well this season, and that is get get out Hot in starts. front. Yeah, and have the good start. So. As far as Juventus goes, eight minutes in and a nice instinctive run by Meretti after collecting the ball from Yildiz and seeing that mm-hmm. lane and just attacking it. Forces a foul, draws the PK, Milik steps up. Okay, so he scores this, but that run-up, are we serious here? Like, I saw the hop and... My throat he might be trying to become gold dust. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Great finish. You know what I mean? That's a striker's finish. But if he, if, if the goalie guesses right there. It was ter- – yeah, it's it's a weak one. So he totally – and you could see it on the replay. He does this hop. He's staring down the opposite side. Mm-hmm. And most keepers will take that as a hint that, okay, he's trying to look me off that way. This keeper – completely bought and uh sold but yeah if the keeper did go the opposite it's an easy easy stop so Milik uh, playing with fire but it works out one nil for Juventus he did get he accomplished what he wanted to do send the keeper opposite way all right mm-hmm. now we get to 18th minute like I said a bit of a let up from Juve a little bit frantic uh but this was really one of the only decent chances they had was from Ibrahimovic at the top of the area on the right side, trying to curl it far post on Pedin. Yes. It was pretty weak, pretty soft, easily handled by Pedin. 37th mm-hmm. minute. <laughs> My God. Milik. Okay. McKenny finds himself on the left side, just launches this thing. Okay. Right to McKenny's feet in stride. He settles it. He makes a nice move. So he's holding up. He's just buying himself time. This is the longest give and go in probably history, okay? Because he finds Milik after oh, delivering that one. Time and distance. That is correct. Beautiful run. Time and distance. That finish was slick too. So yep. settles it, drops it down, and then tucks it under the keeper as he's coming out. That is mm-hmm. a very, very nice finish, okay? So Stayed there's onside. your 2-0. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful mm-hmm. stuff, but the ball in from McKenny. Even the pass. even him handling, okay? Apex mm-hmm. uh, loves the hop uh, Milik does on the PKs. Oh, man, I'm old school. Grip it, rip Run it, step hit. up, and just pick your spot and hammer it. But uh, I'm with I'm with you, Berto. I'm to, with you, buddy. To each their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here you go, the opposite to all penalty takers. No hops for the love of all. <laughs> That's good. No, Oh, man, mm-hmm. hilarious. Everybody's got their thing. I think by far the worst, though, is probably Jorginho. So he needs to change his approach. Now, no, Zaza was the worst. Oh, the steps. The steps. Oh, In the, the end of the day, all he needs to do is really hit target there. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he took Anyways. too many steps. He forgot what the hell he was doing. Anyways, <laughs> 37th minute. We're 2-0 up. This is beautiful. Now, there was a lot of calls at this moment for substitutes at half, like right away. And I was thinking, no, get a third, completely seal it, just so that if something were to happen, okay, an error or anything that cost us, it wasn't like, oh, man, you know, I wish I would have had these guys. uh, Two nothing is the most dangerous lead in sports. Three. Two. 
Two nothing is the most dangerous yeah. lead in sports. Two nothing is uh, is brutal. Because you settle so, in, you're like, oh, we got this. No, you need, yeah. you need the third. And that's what I was saying at halftime, right? Start the second half, and we start the second half off, and a blunder at the back that Locatelli's all over. Um, cuts this pass off yeah. from the keeper and just literally moves forward, forces the keeper out. He's got two defenders behind him that are stranded, and he just dishes off to Milik. There's your hat trick, okay? So 3-0. Is that the, Locatelli's first assist this season? No. I don't think it is. I'm going to check. Keep going. Look it up. Check it up. Yeah. I don't think it is. Now, how, how, I'll, let, I'll let the army... Can someone look that up for me, please? So I can pay attention to Birdo. Go ahead. 60th minute. Yep. And McKenney again. This time serving it up to Yildiz. Thank you, Adam. This He assisted finish, way, way in the last match. This finish, okay, mm-hmm. unreal from Yildiz. Unreal. Like, this was his first shot and only shot of the match. <laughs> you know, and when we talk about like just the wherewithal, the composure to actually bury on that ball like that, that's beautiful, mm-hmm. man. That is beautiful. Short side, keeper gets a piece of it, but that's a tough spot to try and read. You're in so close. He did hop it off the ground, too. That's just beautiful, beautiful execution, man. This kid. I can you really call it hype anymore when he's showing nope. it and it's beyond nope. this finish it's beyond this goal it's the decision making again when he's mm-hmm. on the ball the composure knowing when he's gonna have to eat a foul knowing when hey you know what I can make this pass he had several instances where his distribution and his vision was just now it has to be his- said he didn't have a great game he wasn't like anywhere near man of the match sort of status no but no that finish was but that's just it when we're talking about a team that Mm -hmm. the story has been execution and the story has been not finishing your chances Mm -hmm. and the main theme around that has been well they need more this kid's 18 years old had one attempt in a game i don't care who you're playing that finish was brilliant Mm-hmm. You know, take that out of the equation because the ability to do that when that's all you've had that game, that's big. That's big. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm just saying like this kid, I I think there's uh, something spectacular there. We're going to get to a question that I brought up on the pod. This is a little bit after it involves our young guns. Okay. And it's interesting mm-hmm. to see where everybody stands and it has to do with values. Okay. So again, and third assist for Locatelli, two in the cu- in the Copa, one in uh, Syria. So you, there you go. Appreciate it. Yield is the holy man, and McKenny. Uh, that's another uh, great ball right in stride there. Uh, what a game! This guy continues to just have uh, an unreal season, and from that mm-hmm. loan to Leeds to what he's doing now, props. All you can do is give him props, and more on that coming up. Yep. 
91st minute is when Frosinone finally gets a good opportunity, okay? And it falls to uh, Gaetano, and he uh, all he can do is lift it over Pedin's goal. We get the clean sheet, all right? Pedin should have had a clean sheet in the last one as well. Correct. But he gets this one here. We move on to the semifinals. Two legs coming up against Lazio, April 3rd and 24th, I believe, all right? But we'll have Lazio. Oh, it's two legs. I did not know that. It's two legs in the semifinal. Yes, so April 3rd and 24th. And then we are going to see Fiorentina and Atalanta on the opposite side. All right. We dropped our predictions uh, yesterday as to who we expect. I think it's going to be Juve Atalanta in the final in a repeat. Do we know where the first leg is? Do we know who who hosts the first leg? Do we know any of that yet? I think it's out there. I just haven't looked at it. Again, but we can check the, the schedule, and I'm sure it'll be on there as to who hosts uh, first. I'll quickly run they're, they're a scan busy. right now. Um, we can go quickly to it. Uh, it's April 3rd is the first one. While we and... have a bit of a lull here, I just want to make it known that I once again won the prediction challenge. So, Juventus will yep. host the first lake. Son of a bitch. So Juve hosts the first leg on April 3rd. George, George, please. George, come on. Oh, yeah. George. It's going to be it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Now, uh, as far as Lazio, I'm I'm not concerned uh, about Mm -hmm. uh, Lazio. I'm really not concerned about uh, anyone. I've been most concerned about us, about Juventus. And uh, are things starting to pick up? Well, we're going to get to that. Man of the match, though. Who's your man of the match in this one, Anth? My friend, I don't even think this is close. This was... I had him as my first half of the season MVP. I'm going with West McKinney, man. This guy was all over the place again. Two dime assists. Unbelievable. Another. Yeah, this one's... He was uh, head and shoulders better than anybody in the field yesterday. It's crazy when you got a guy on a hat trick... And he doesn't end up getting man of the match. I have no problems with Milik being named man of the match. But for me, it's McKinney. Um, Yes, sir. It it just, and and you could see it in there uh, without a doubt, McKinney. uh, Not a not, obviously, Milik ends up getting a hat trick. But uh, McKinney was. Almost had four. He's he's been a machine. McKinney's been Mm -hmm. a machine. And Mm -hmm. uh, the distribution, I can't think of a game. I've seen from McKinney where his distribution was like that. Nope. Um, wild. Wild. So, again, I'm going to go with uh, McKinney. And he just continues doing uh, what he's doing this season, which is massive. And McKinney is kind of like another one of these uh, examples I brought up when I talked about Max Allegri yesterday. And we brought mm-hmm. up Max and the possibility of him extending and everything and saying – to those fans who are just simply stuck on no, absolutely not. Like why? Why not? A player can change your mind easily mm-hmm. by all of and a sudden his coach. performance coming up. There is nothing different than what's going on with Max Allegri with two brutal seasons in return, mm-hmm. and then now all of a sudden finally delivering what we expected of him. It's the same thing. So exact if all of a thing. sudden a player can change your mind and get you to think, well, no, now he's finally delivering. This is not the time to remove him from the side. Why on earth can't Max do the same? McKinney's kind of been that example now for us. And if we're talking extension, 
I said this before, the salary is going to be reasonable. He's finally delivering. If anything, his value has now actually gotten up to something substantial where even if we decided to move, I think there's going to be interest because he's finally, finally delivering. I would even say he's better this year than Pirlo's year despite the goal contributions that he was getting with Pirlo. Yes. Because he doesn't have the goal contributions which he was getting with Pirlo. But I will say... I think this season, McKenny is better than that season's Weston McKenny. That's actually a good shout. I never really thought about that. Yeah, that he just he just found himself in the right spots that season. But he's yeah. almost flipped the script this year. He's he's in the right spots, but his distribution and his work his work rate is unbelievable this year. He's playing yeah. pissed off, and I love it. I was seeing, you know, positional, you know, errors and everything. And he looked a little scrambled, not as controlled. That's what I would call it. He's more controlled this season uh, in comparison to Pirlo's season. I think this is a much better. Uh, and he was mechanic. he was shaky playing uh, in the Metzala role to start the year, right? Like he didn't have like, like a great start. Like we said, he's way better on the outside. But even on the inside, he's. Man, something's happening. I don't yeah. know if he found a new girlfriend. And we got to get to this because whatever, we got to get into Max Allegri. Game. 400th appearance. And here's Apex. And I don't mind the flip-flopping on Max. But last year, virtually the whole cast were calling for him to be sacked. Exactly. Yes. Nobody's 100%. getting behind that. I stand firm. We are firm. not arguing with that. I stand firm on what I believe there. I don't think that what we were seeing was good enough to do this. I had my doubts. What he's doing is proving those doubts wrong. I didn't think he could turn it around. That's where I was at that point in time. But I'm going to give you, uh, I got a little bit of advice for the people here. This is from Zeal Anthony to all of you. If you go through life not changing opinions based on new data or new information in front of you, you're an idiot. Right? You when, have. As you, as you go through life and new data comes out, new information comes to you, you have to be open-minded to be able to, it takes a bigger person to change their opinion. It takes a big – for me and Bruno to sit here, 12 months ago, we were like, we got to get Max the hell out of here. This is not working. And look at us now. New information's in front of us. You have to say, Max is doing a good job. Players are playing better. Maybe it's because they cleaned they cleaned house everywhere. There's a whole bunch of inputs that, that happened that it's, got to it's us to this It's all position. about results. It's all the above. It's if the results oh, weren't come, which they weren't. I mean, we got blown. We lost to Maccabi Haifa. Like the results were brutal. We got to be oh, serious. Yeah. We got to be serious. If you're trying to fight now what's happening, and this is another point to think about for all of those that were with Allegri the entire time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Another point to think about because it seems like all these sides they just want to prove a point almost and be like, Oh, I told, told you so. so. I told, told you so, you but so. it's not really the case. And here's why this roster hasn't brought in really anyone compared to last season. We got rid of more Wea. than we brought in. Okay. Yeah, we brought in Wea. That's it. We brought in Timothy Wea. So the fact of the matter is demanding more from a guy last season that virtually has the same roster. Mm-hmm. Look what's happening now. Mm -hmm. Again. Again. Look what's happening now. What he's doing is great. Okay. It's mm -hmm. not about being right or wrong. And again, you want to bring up the uh, Apex mentions Igor Tudor. You want to bring up the options. Well, you can only 
look at who the options are that are being reported. And yeah, at that moment of the names that were out there, that's who I would have chosen out of those guys. But it all comes down to the fact that are we saying that Max was delivering last season? Because I still say no. And that doesn't change. Now... Yeah, it doesn't... Like You, you can say that, okay, like Richard here jumps up and we jumped the gun because you failed to analyze the project needed to play. It was the player's fault, not Max. Mm-mm. Max is the manager. It still falls on the manager. Doesn't matter you- who's in there. He could have Beelzebub at left back. Doesn't matter. This roster, Richard, this roster is again the same. It is again the same. Only bringing out Wea again. You can't just say that Max is is free and clear because of last year. No, it's some of it still falls on him. But a lot of it, a lot of the turnaround falls on him this year in the positive sense. Right. So, yeah. And again, a lot of it was everything management mm-hmm. we were picking oh. we were handcuffed points we still yeah. kind of are handcuffed so mm-hmm. these we're these sellers. deals these these um uh what do you want to call it uh paredes moves okay even di maria who was just obviously oh, yeah, seemingly that, yeah. unhappy around there but then you hear of rumblings afterwards after the season ends about a change needing to go down in the locker room Okay, and you Mm -hmm. have a couple of guys that have been here for a long time that move. And now all of a sudden they're saying that this is what's going on Um, and it's a big change. I don't think any of us can deny the change. Okay, and it is what it is. It's for the better. It has been Mm -hmm. for the better. But again, I stand firm that you can't separate Max's involvement from the previous two seasons. And I understand the points. Last year was a shit show, but more so than the points, I'll say this. When just recently we start hearing about Fajoli, when the gambling thing went down and Fajoli mm-hmm. having Serbs showing up, like you have Pogba, you know, uh, with the extortion thing and these guys showing up to training facilities. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking this even more so than the points because the points for me should have been used to really fire the guys up and fire the lads up. Like this is Mm. unbelievable. The bullshit Mm -hmm. that went down there. But when you have outside stuff like that going on with players, you got Fajoli borrowing money from other players on the team. You got Serbs showing up. You got the Pogba's friends coming over to extort him, trying to kidnap him. Like, now I'm thinking, what the hell? You've got the board burning file, uh, burning files in, in, the, in the offices. Like, what the hell is going on? So last season, we could chalk it up. Fine. You guys right want to say we didn't analyze something properly? No problem. I have no uh, problem. We did like 100 shows last year. We, I think we analyzed as much as we could. Like, we did a lot of shows last year. Man, we, we stood... I think I gave Max a lot of leeway, but I've judged it at the end of the year. And if you ask me at the end in the summer, I still say it all the time, even though I think that now Max is finally, he is delivering. You can't deny it. 16 games unbeaten, one blemish on the record against Sassuolo in a blackout game. You can't deny it. But I stand firm that in the summer, I would have probably acted. But 
Yep. Hey, here we are. This brings us to the next point. The Max Allegri contract extension. I'm going to say this for those of you that are still, because like I said, for me, I don't care. It could be Max. It could be somebody else. It could be another name. It doesn't matter to me. It's all about what's the best for Juventus. In the summer, I stand firm that I believed at that time a change would have been the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no problem in saying that. He's proven me wrong. Fantastic, Max. I hope you can keep doing that. Now, for the extension, great. Why, for those of you, because there are a lot out there that haven't changed their mind, haven't opened up to Max and sticking around with him. If you haven't, okay, are you willing, for anybody that's out there that's still not sold on Max, sticking around or maybe being open to an extension there if he's delivering. Mm -hmm. Like, is now the time to make a change when he's finally get it going? Like, are we going to be in another transitional phase depending on who comes in and what they want to do? Maybe they want other players. Like, is it really worth it grand scheme of things? If you're on the outside looking in now, Anth, what are you thinking? Uh, well, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. And, oh, man. So he has another, he has one more year on his contract, but no one, not a lot of people go into their final year without, you know, some sort of agreement. Usually play, something doesn't happen. They don't go to their final year. There's an extension given or some sort of agreement or they don't want to, Juventus doesn't want to deal with having to do an extension in the middle of the season. So something's going to get done this summer, whether they say, no, this is our last year with Max or we'll get an extension done. Everything's pointing to him deserving an extension. But the Champions League over the past two years has been god-awful. Yeah. I will admit that this team is not built for Europe. We're not. We don't have a European caliber team. We don't have a team to compete in Europe. We just don't. We have a team that compete in Serie A, which is fine. That's where you have to win first. So Max has done that. How many years do you need to build a team for Europe? Well, first you need money, which we don't have. And you probably need a couple more summer windows. So I think that's what it falls to. Do you, if someone, if fans want this team to compete in Europe, I don't think Max is the guy, to be completely honest. I don't really? think this is the team either. But he's. I think he's earned the right this year. He's like, look, like, look at my guys. We don't have the whole head office thing burning down. Can I ask why you two don't years think he's lot, the though. guy for Champions League? I just from two years ago, then last year, just the results. I just don't think. I just don't think he has. He's not the manager to build a team. He's the manager to manage a team. He'll take a team and manage it with what he has. But I don't think he's the one to build a team for us to compete in Europe. So that this also is falls actually, on Juntoli. This is actually, and there's, you know, some in the chat that are with you that's saying, you know, uh, as Raphael is saying, Max isn't the right guy for Champions League. Max has had a couple of Champions League finals uh, achieved, but the talent, the talent was, I think, night and day in terms of quality, obviously, yes. to those yep. teams. So the argument is there for, you know, uh, everybody to say, boost the talent which i actually have been saying for a while we still need Mm -hmm. you know ready now top talent but is he building right now 
Do you you think he's just managing right now and he's not building? No, he's just managing right now. Well, we can't. We're not building. What are we building? We're not bringing any any players. Are we going to bring Benny in this summer? Oh, we might. We might bring some in this summer, but I just think he's just managing who he has, but he's managing him at a high level. Like this is this is the pool of players I have. Young talent, old talent, and he's doing a fantastic job of good rotation, good management, finding a system that, you know, that 3-5-2, it works for everybody and everyone's bought in. That's the main thing. He got everyone to buy in. It's but See, when we talk about It's that bef- next step. Yeah, when we talk about before our doubts like from the summer whatnot mm-hmm. and that was one of our doubts talking about a build talking about a build can he be the guy from the ground up but i'm not having that separation as to what's going on right now not being a build mm-hmm. because if i'm looking at a build you know it's a restructuring obviously of the roster I think as far as young guys go, we're set. Juve keeps banking on these guys, and they keep Rich. finding these young talents. Adzic is going to be uh, signed. They're looking at Popovich. They're looking at more. Like, it's constantly these names. But that's more on the management side. And then if I'm looking at a manager to build, it's it's doing something with that team, progressing that team, turning them into something. We kind of have because we've – He's, he's found a way to get the results that are meeting the expectations of this particular season with that team. So it, it, it kind of is a build. Like if he adds more, if the management adds ready now talent, mm-hmm. you know, a couple guys. And I think some experience would also help to mix in for next season, especially with Champions League coming up. You're going to want some ready now guys. I think... You know, that just continues on with the build. And then Max, same thing, has to manage him and get the results. But I think, like, the build is more, you know, getting results with the team you're provided. Like, we always Mm -hmm. said Zidane, for everybody that wanted Zidane to walk in, we always said the same thing. I don't think he has anywhere near the roster for him to operate. Because... Mm -hmm. For me, Zidane is a man-manager, a Mm man-manager of high-profile players because of his status, right? But can he walk in there? Can he do it with a team like this? I'm not so sure. Max is doing it in Serie A. I have no doubts that he can do it in the league. And that's where you have to win first. You have to win domestically. You have to own your domestic league first. I agree. I still have my doubts on the Europe, if he can bring that to the European stage and build that way. His other teams, he had teams, he already had the roster, he just had to tinker. We are, on a European stage, what are we? Five quality players away? Uh, it, I Four? don't, I don't, here's, here's the or thing. Or we need our players to step up. I, you want, I just, my, my, at the end of the day, my thing is, I don't, and, and I hope he proves me wrong. I hope Max proves me wrong. I just don't think he's the guy who can like take us to that next level. Here's the in thing Europe. with Champions League. Mm-hmm. Even in those years we made the finals, I think you could say our rosters, as great as those rosters were, were still behind. Agree or disagree? Yes. They were they were still behind those top teams. And are we just shooting to it? Maybe maybe we'll never maybe we'll never win Champions League again. 
Maybe that shouldn't be a goal. But it, it has, should be. But, but... It, but it it doesn't really have. It's it's. I wouldn't go to that extent. But I'm saying this. <laughs> Even in those years, we made those finals. Those teams surrendered mm-hmm. quality to those top sides, as good as I those agree. teams were. So I when agree. I think the majority, when we're looking at Champions League, okay, we're looking at Champions League, and you're automatically jumping to those top clubs and saying we need to have as much quality as that. I don't think that's the case. I think a lot of it comes to uh, the approach, the play style, but you got to be a little bit lucky too. But I don't think, especially the way things are going for Serie A clubs financially and everything, we're going to see a club like a Man City roster at Juventus. It isn't going to happen. So we have to get the most out of what we have. Now, as far as the extension, I think there is a good point to say why give an extension without seeing what he can deliver with these guys in Champions League. Can we? I think that's fair. I think that's totally fair. It's not going to happen. But the other thing is too, I have this feeling that again, you have to get back domestically. You have to get these guys uh, rolling domestically and then build. It's a build. Okay, Mm -hmm. we dropped off domestically as well. But again, you got to build it back up. So for Syria, let's get that going. And personally, I feel like the majority, I feel like the majority of Syria watching is scared. I think they're scared right now. Mm -hmm. I think they are scared that if Max figures it out and he does extend, if Juntali starts cooking like what's expected of him. I think the mm-hmm. rest of Syria is scared. I actually think the rest of Syria is hoping it doesn't work out for Max. There was jokes these past two years, but now all of a sudden everybody's watching. And if you think they're not thinking, oh shit, you're wrong because they are. Poke the bear. As far as, as far as Champions League goes, hey, we got to wait to see it. We got to wait mm-hmm. to see it. But it, it's a lot to put yourself up to those guys. Juve's always going to have to do it the Juve way, which is mm-hmm. despite our roster, it's going to have to be through grit, tactics, like focus. And we've Defense. been unlucky in that competition too. A lot of mm-hmm. misfortune in that competition too. But I understand all angles. I get it. You don't want to commit to them till mm-hmm. you see what happens in Champions League. Okay, that's fair, but you might have to make a decision before. Because it's, if it's, he says it's he happening wants this an extension, summer. yeah, he's gonna get an extension. It's happening. You think so? You think for sure yeah. he's getting an extension? Yeah, the way John Elkins talking, he's he's getting extended. Yeah, let's let's see let's see what happens. I stand firm mm-hmm. going back to what I said tomorrow. Let's wait to see where the chips fall at season's end. Mm-hmm. And then uh, gauge from there. But right now, if we go back to player performances and what everybody's doing, there's more guys doing better than there than there is guys struggling, right? Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, like Yield is, has been a bright spot. He's getting in there. It looks like the story might have shifted with um, Illing Jr. Mm-hmm. And he came Kostich, on the inside yesterday. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Kostic's performance yesterday? Everybody in the chat, what did you guys think of Kostic yesterday? Uh, he was on the field. He didn't didn't hurt us. 
I thought he was. I, I don't know what's that sofa score. Is it what? What does everyone start out at six on that thing? Yeah, I have no idea what his score was. I'll say he was a six three, six point three. And forgettable is one of the things here coming in it's here. Incredible. Once again, Kostic was not his very best. I looked at Kostic and uh, between him and Medetti, when they were close, it looked very, very disjointed. Uh, it was frustrating. I felt watching Kostic like he was trying to overcompensate and trying to do way too much, probably because of uh, a couple of bad showings. And it actually yeah. made him look a little bit worse, maybe. Um, it, it, it is what it is. I still say this after what we're seeing with these players, um, you still have to rotate everybody. And I still think mm -hmm. we should be rotating everybody just to keep that level of competition for spots up and keep everybody sharp. And mm -hmm. right now guys are contributing and everybody's kind of finding a way to get involved. Don't take that away. Don't start logging big minutes to just Ming outside of a couple main guys for me. Locatelli one, Bremer another one. Um, I think Rabio on his return is another. You just go with certain guys, right? But I think there's a lot to be said for rotation too with what these guys are, are showing, which is something a little bit different. Illing Jr., you know, even if I said I'm willing to move him, we'll get to that in a bit. He still mm -hmm. should be getting minutes on this side while he's around, okay? Miretti. So we've got Miretti saying he was good yesterday. We had mixed reviews on Miretti's performances. Um, and uh, Mark One saying Miretti was not man of the match for sure, but he did create chances. I feel with Miretti personally, the same as I felt for a while. I think alone would do him well. I find myself, and I don't know if anybody else feels the same way, but mm -hmm. I get confused watching him if i think he's better more advanced or better from further away in the mezzala like he goes through the good and the bad all the time um i feel like i still feel the same with him that i think i'd give him a loan i think i'd give him a loan move anth what do you think of medetti uh i thought he, that was probably his best game in a while Right, he's he's had some down performances. I think a lot of a lot of fans were getting on him. I might have been getting on him a little bit, to be completely honest. Uh, I've I've agreed with you for a while. I think a loan is something that he needs. Um, again, you got to look at the opposition. You only we can only play who's in front of us, and we were playing, you know, closely known as you know Q team there. So. I don't know. I, I want to see him do that in a Serie in a Serie A match, which he hasn't done in a while. Yeah, yeah. Let's get those uh, likes up, game. everybody. Uh, Miretti but... continues to be one that kind of splits uh, splits the fans' uh, opinions. It's it's a tough one there. It's again when I'm looking at guys that are getting the job done uh, in terms of their loans and where they're going. I need to see it from him. I don't think it's translating. And like I said, for me, I just. I feel confused as to where he should be because I can mm -hmm. think back to games where he was better from starting from further away, helping the build, helping the uh, progression of the ball. But then I see games where he struggles there as well. Then I see the games in advanced positions where he can make a decision right to save his life. And then you see a game where, okay, he's making the right calls. He's making instinctive runs. He's, it's, 
it's good and bad. And for me, you got to clean that up and you have to see it more consistently. I think alone is the way to do that because of what we're talking mm-hmm. about at Juventus right now. The minutes are going to be kind of tight. So when you're seeing good and bad and it interchange like that, you need to work on the consistency. You can only do that through more reps. But he did have a lot of opportunities this season at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just West McKinney. West McKinney yeah. just is just playing so good. Like, like it, yeah. So McKinney, Rabio, Locatelli. Even though I don't, uh, you know, like McKinney and Rabio's two thirds at midfield, it it's getting the job done. It's finding a way, right? So Medetti, think the loan. As far as the young guys go. I want to bring this up. I thought this was interesting because I got into a discussion with uh, a friend. Uh, he was a longtime follower of the show and uh, has become a friend. And uh, we were talking and talking about Sule. And Sule's mm-hmm. price tag came up and he goes, oh. And I said, yeah, 30 to 40 million. I'd probably sell Sule, to be honest. And he goes, mm-hmm. what? He's 60, 70 million worth. And I'm thinking, no, uh, I can't see that. And I said, I know there's premier clubs that throw their money around and whatnot, but the majority of teams are not, I don't see them at that value. And if he's at that value, then I think Keenan Yildiz is what? 120, 140. If you're going to put at 60. So the question was for everyone Mm -hmm. that follows us on uh, Twitter, you would have seen it posted from the AJC. Put your estimated values on Mm -hmm. these Juventus players. Okay. okay, I didn't. And, I didn't partake in this, but I'll do it right now. Go so ahead. Mark, one's bringing up that Dragison sold for thirty million, so Sule should be more than that. I'm gonna give you my values, okay? But we'll go through some that were sent in. Mm-hmm. So we have one that sent in Illing Junior, seventeen million euros. Miretti, thirty-five million euros. Yildiz, fifty-two. Sule, sixty-five. Okay. Jesus. We have another one. That uh, had uh, Illing 15 to 20. Miretti 13 to 20. Yildiz 25 to 35. Sule 15 to 25. Another one. 25 Illing. 25 Miretti. 35 Yildiz. 30 for Sule. Um, This is kind of where everybody was at. Illing 35. Miretti 20. Yildiz 40. Sule 30. Um... Illing, 15 to 18. Meretti, 7 to 10. Yildiz, 35 to 40. Sule, 22 to 28. So I'm going to go like this. um, And I had mine. I wrote wrote mine down. I've got Illing at around 20 to 25 is what I I see. 17. I have 17. 17. I got 20 to 25 Mm -hmm. for him. Meretti, I actually have at 25. 25 and I'm hard at 25. I'm at a hard 19 million. Okay. Yildiz? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go to Sule first. Mm-hmm. I have Sule at a max of 40. I have 35 to 40 million for Sule. I have 30 million. Okay. I have 35 to 40. Mm-hmm. Yildiz? I have at 55. Okay. 55. And I made in there on everybody. I put it in on everybody that... Those prices obviously inflate by a strong percentage if Prem clubs are interested. But those yeah, are my I, I got, kind of value. I got Yildiz at 30 as well. I got the, the second two at 30. I got Yildiz at 45 to 55 because if I think back to young guns when they're 
blazing. It's 40 mil has been a staple across Serie A for quite some time. And I think the fact that he's doing it at 18 at Juventus, this current side of Juve, yeah, that, that's a high, high the only value. Thing that's almost... keep, the only thing that's keeping me at 30 is that he's 18. That's the only thing. Yeah. If he if he if he's doing this at 20, then you start pumping it up. But oh man, see. for me, too bad. If anybody comes knocking, you're paying up. Too much sure. for yield is good. Because if they want it, pay up. Otherwise, mm-hmm. see you later. See you later. For me, 55 minimum based on what he's doing, right? So it's interesting to see though where everybody stands as far as uh the values go. Barnachea. Uh, is Barnachea worth $25 million? Nope. I'd put Barnachea at 20 to 25 $17 million. <laughs> Okay, so we're splitting hairs here. He's under uh, 20 He's under 20 I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you one thing I'll say for Luca Natale, who is uh, in our chat here. We love Luca, but uh, mm-hmm. thank God you're not in charge of selling our players. I saw your values on these guys. Oh Jesus. We have no easy, talent. Luca. Nope. Um, yeah, no, it's ask high. Ask high, everybody. Work from there. Work from there. Don't drop your pants right out of the get-go, okay? Well, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that was an interesting party. one, though, that came up. Started. That was a very, very interesting one that came up, though. And uh, I thought it was uh, cool to see everybody's values. You got guys in uh, here, too. While we're, while we're on the topic. Yield is 30. Miretti, 5. 15 for Illing. Holy Christ. We got a, we got a flea market. A UV flea with market. Hard, hard to argue with Raph there. Um, <laughs> get the Illing Jr., is it I I put a lot of it on Kostic kind of being shaky these past four or five games. I think it I think the script is completely flipped. I think Max is like, holy shit, we can't get rid of this kid in January. Cause if Kostic keeps going like this, we need a backup. Because Illing has played both outside and inside. So I I really doubt we'd sell him in uh, in January. What do you think? I mean, the way it's going now, Kostic uh... You could tell a lot from Max. Mm-hmm. Max is starting to let you behind that curtain in a very subtle manner. And always professional and always protecting his players. But he mm-hmm. did state when asked about the left side. And this is what I say. It tells you everything with Max. That last match against the Lernitana when he makes a switch in the 45th minute, that is so uh-huh. rare. That is rare. So that tells you he's not happy with what's going on there. Okay. And he's still in a subtle way and not attacking his players because he always protects his guys said on left side question mark. You know, when he's asked about the left side, he just says, yeah, we need to get better. We have some defensive insecurities and we can be a little bit lazy defensively Great word so lazy i don't know if that's one i'd say about costage the one thing i probably wouldn't say to call him mm-hmm. but it's interesting right i still think even yesterday the left side looks shaky it looks shaky to me um 
Danilo for me, better on the right side. Now, what's interesting is we do have to look ahead. We have to look ahead. We're going to be without Gatti. We're going to be without uh, McKenney in this mm-hmm. game. This is the revenge game, by the way, for the only oh blip my God. against Sassuolo. I want to win this one convincingly, okay? And it's at home. I think we're at home, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're at home. And uh, we have to take it to them, okay? So no Gatti, no McKenney. McKenney's going to be missed. He's going to be mm-hmm. missed. But Rabio will be returning. And mm-hmm. that is big. So I expect Miretti to still be in there. Okay. Locatelli, Miretti, Rabio. At the back, I think we'll be in better shape, uh, to be honest, because Danilo can move to his preferred right side and Rugani will enter Rugani's the match. In, looks like, yep. So I have absolutely no issues there. Chiesa off the bench. No problem. Let, uh, let um, uh, Yildiz keep cooking. Vlaovic up top, keep going mm-hmm. with a hot hand. A Milik, no, we go back to Vlaovic. No. I think hundred percent. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, actually, I, I don't think it matters who we start. This game's gonna finish one-one. What the hell? Mm-hmm. You want to know some? This, and I hate to be so negative on a Friday because it's such a beautiful day outside. Well, Every it's team has eight here, minus forty with wind chill, so it's not beautiful here. <laughs> Every team has their boogeyman every team has their kryptonite you've had it growing up i've had it if you play in the same league or you play against the same teams there's just always another team or another player that just has your number and for us it's sassuolo and atalanta for some reason those two dumpster fires always seem to figure us out and i don't know if it's the players get the yips or my concern is our players trying to revenge that last game by overextending or doing too much. Sassuolo and Atalanta always have our number. I just, I I don't get as much stomach acid when we play Inter or Milan or, you know, all those other teams that are actual, are uh, rivals. It's these two teams, for some reason, my guts start churning. It's just, they have our number. I don't know what it is. I'm sure the players don't know what it is. It's just, I, I am. This is the least confident I am going into a game is against these two teams. Man, I'm not with it. I don't think not it's cool. happening. I think Juve wins this one, and I think it's convincing. I hope. I really, yeah. really hope. Based on how we're playing, I agree. It. We should. We so, should. So let's talk about it. You know, twelve goals over the last three games at things. Mm-hmm progressed have things actually changed or is it just two bad sides in that mix with salernitana's like y side and uh no uh, we're we are rolling we are steamrolling right now <laughs> i what is it uh since that game what are we is it 16 games or 12 games 16 games unbeaten since uh unbeaten. obviously what yeah, went oh, yeah. down we are absolutely steamrolled everybody's terrified i bet you sasswell is not they just they just got our number it's just i'm sorry Sassuolo. I understand they won. Okay, they won one nil against Fiorentina's pat. The fact mm-hmm. that Fiorentina couldn't score on Sassuolo blows me away because Sassuolo didn't keep a clean sheet for I don't know how many frigging games before that. Okay, mm-hmm. they can see they're terrible at the back. There will be goals there had that blackout game. This is a game where everybody's gonna. I just think 
deliver from a Juve point of view and the fact we're at home, this is going to be the, you know what? We're going to prove to you that was just a friggin' complete blackout and it ain't happening. This is a different I Juve. Really, really hope. With the goals starting to come, I think it has changed. Five big chances. While everybody was saying throughout the time, mm-hmm. uh, it's hilarious. It is kind of funny when you think about it because you're like, well, we have to change drastically in order to get goals. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we just got to be better. Just got to be more clinical. Mm-hmm. Five big chances created. 23 total attempts yesterday for Juventus. Well be well above the average of what we're getting for shots. But mm-hmm. again, big chances. When people say you can't count big chances, they count certain ones that aren't big chances. No, nonsense. A big chance is a big chance. Five mm-hmm. big chances created yesterday. We left Frozenone with zero big chances. We scored four out of five big chances. Okay? Amazing. Knock it down. To what we get almost every game. Three. That's 80% for you math nerds. Three. So if we had those three big chances, we would have scored on two of them. When you have, and this is why I've said the entire time, it's just a matter of being more clinical more than anything. Mm-hmm. We're in there with shot averages not far off from Inter, who's scoring mm-hmm. goals at an insane pace. Okay. Big clip. So we're right there for shots mm-hmm. on average. We're not that far off. Big chances, we're there. Amongst mm-hmm. the top league, we're the most big chances missed. It's always been about that and being more clinical. Okay. When you get it right on the defensive side of things and you generate three big chances a game, if you get your rate to where you're bagging two of those, there's games where we don't score any of the big mm-hmm. chances. Okay. And we score on a half chance or something like that. Mm-hmm. If you're consistently dropping at least one out of those three, but if you get it to two out of three on your big chances, when you're getting three per game, you're cooking when your defense is the way it is. Because even those half chances, even those half chances are like, oh man, you know, we could do better with the quality that's on the end of them. I think everything's fine and I see a push happening. I think these guys are starting to get some confidence. Okay. And while you could say weak opponents, nobody's going to argue that. Mm-mm. It doesn't matter who you play against when those goals come because so much of the battle is up here mentally. So when you're bagging them, it doesn't matter who the hell you're bagging them on. You feel good. It gets mm-hmm. you going. Vlaovic was brought up as the only negative as he didn't get on the score sheet. I, he had what, maybe two opportunities. He had that one header that kind of bounced, but that was a tough one to do. That was a tough I saw a lot. I saw some people saying, would, do you think Vlaovic would have scored that goal that Yildiz did? Well, first of all, is it coming on his right foot or his left foot? Because Vlaovic is left footed. So if it's coming on his left foot, I don't know. I have no idea. No one knows. Yeah. I have no idea if Vlaovic attempts to jump volley that thing either. He might try and settle it. Like. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Does he back off a bit and try to just hit it clean while it hits the ground? I don't know. I don't know. But I think I'm he'd probably right. try to control it. Either way, I don't really see it as a big uh, negative there coming in as a sub, maybe not bagging a goal, whatnot. Uh, I think, again, when you look at him, he's now seventh on the scores li- uh, list for Capo Canyoneris. There with a lot of company. He's left a lot of chances out there. He could be higher up. He probably mm-hmm. should be 
if you look at Lataro's numbers, insane. He's on like 16 goals right now. But I think easily Vlaovic should be double digits right now where it stands. Should have at least another four. And in the grand, so put him Five. at 10 or 11. That's where I think he should be, at least double mm-hmm. digits. Right in there with the mix, based on what he's had. Yeah, he, sh- he should be there. He should be there mm-hmm. in that uh, race there. So, yeah, a little bit of uh, personal execution. But I, don't I think, think overall, uh, the group. Rafael put that out there. DV just needs to stop whining. He has not been that sort of player since he came back from injury. Yeah, I actually haven't seen a lot of the pissing and moaning and sulking. I will say, we said yesterday that it's been better as far as uh, the attitude goes, but uh, we'll see what happens. Definitely needs to score more. We we understand. We all agree with that. Sassuolo, let's see if he bags it. The goals he does get are are big. They are big. big you know, he has seven. I, I said it yesterday. He has seven goals. Five of them are game winners. Now Lou wanted us to talk about. Federico Chiesa. Who gives a shit what Lou wants? <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> Lou always busts his ass for us on the news. Does a great job. Uh, mm-hmm. We love Lou. But who gives a shit? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted us to talk about Federico Chiesa. And um, basically says there is a fair debate there with uh, Vlaovic and Chiesa. Vlaovic, the large salary. Chiesa looking at uh, extension and everything. And with guys pushing through behind, like, you know, Yildiz and everything, you know, ah, do we need to have a dialogue about Federico Chiesa? We've had several dialogues. And some are saying, you know, and Lou admits, yes, it's terrorism because we all want to see him long-term with uh, Juve. But should we be reconsidering the extension and investing in the future instead. No. I say no when okay. it comes to Federico. Okay, I can make this a short conversation, but you know, we I eventually got to go to work. But let, let's just, uh, let me get on this one. Okay, I have, I've sat in here and I said, Chiesa is our most valuable person in terms on the market. He would bring in the most money if we sell him. I do not want to sell him. But he is the most valuable piece we have. Milik and Keane are not the guys. They are not the guys moving forward. So why the hell would you get rid of Chiesa and keep Yildiz? You need both of them. You will need both. Because I don't I I love Vlaovic. I really do. I hope he stays for a long time. But I can potentially see something going on there. The future is Chiesa and Yildiz on this team. Yeah. The salary for Vlaovic is the killer. But those two will be our most viable pieces to sell. Yeah. But I don't see Juntili selling either one. Yeah. So. And I think, again, you know, if you're talking Chiesa and everything, I and Forza Juve coming in with a hot take, I would rather sell Chiesa. World-class striker is much more expensive, and we have Yildiz and Sule. I'm not there. I'm not there. I still say... I keep, I keep Chiesa. Um, it it doesn't uh, make sense to me if in my mind I'm stuck on this. Everybody, you can disagree. I have no problems with it. We need more ready now talent. Okay, let these young guys continue mm-hmm. to groom, but it doesn't mean you push out 
the guys that are there now, if they're world class in the lake, for it makes me, no sense. That's great. You have Yildiz excelling. What that does not give me the freedom to move case. And no, that has me thinking. Great, we now have coverage and depth. Keep it rolling. Where can we focus now on getting ready now talent and for some other young guys to grow? Mm-hmm. We still need ready now talent. So for me, no, I do not get rid of Kiesa. Uh, no. Kiesa is, we maybe have two, but Kiesa is one of two world class, world class talents on this team. Yeah. And I will say this, be, and I don't want forever. people to take this the wrong way. What I'm about mm-hmm. to say is not saying that Yildiz is better than Federico Chiesa, but Yildiz is different. He's different in the way he plays. Chiesa is a mm-hmm. very head down and direct player. Yildiz scans a little more and analyzes a little more in his distribution. Yeah, it's quite a bit different, but it's still, for me, Chiesa is one of the guys that stays... Bremer is one of the guys that stays. I think Locatelli is one of the guys that stays. I could see Rabio as being one of the guys that you build moving forward. And from there, try to build your ready now talent going with mm-hmm. a mix of the young guys. I have no problem with the young guys that can deliver at Juventus being that depth for this team. All right. But hey, there are some that say maybe we should cash in. It's going to be a discussion, and it's going to come up as the season goes on. Storm the Barn, we have time for a few here. I don't think Gatti is a center back and maybe more of a fullback. What do you guys think? It's interesting because... In a four-man back? Like a, like he's a yeah, like he's a, he's, a, he's a fullback. Um, I can... I could see it. Mm. I think he would have a tough time with trickier faster opponents with not having mm-hmm. that help from that wing back role but mm-hmm. um i could see it a lot of guys start off as fullbacks giorgio chiellini started off as fullback um to name one that's kind of got a bigger build and uh, maybe not as standard looking as your fullback but uh, chiellini's one that stands out i still think uh I have my doubts when people talk about Gatti in a two-man pairing. I really do, because we just uh, haven't seen a center it. back. Mm. Yeah, it, it it's it's a weird one, but uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't really see that. I think the three center back is perfect for him. I'm curious about him in a two-man pairing. You know, and yes, I realize uh, Ramos, but I was trying to make comparisons as uh, the bigger builds, right? A bigger, taller guy. Gatti, I think, yeah, in that three center back system is probably it. I want to see it, though. I think everybody wants to see us eventually shift, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right, Ant? ain't broke, don't fix it. Keep rolling. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Storm the barn. Let's keep it rolling. Who has a bigger gambling problem, Ant or Fajoli? Well, I've never had Serbians show up on my work. (laughs) Fair, Fair enough. Fair enough. I think that one settled very quickly. Very quickly. Why at 4-0 would Max not give Hassa a debut? Hmm. Ran out of subs. Ran out of subs. Ran out of subs. You're lagging out again. That dial-up, man. Ran out of subs. God damn it. Couldn't have used one of those subs on Hassa. eh? For me, it's... 
Yeah, I mean, it probably would have been nice for him uh, in that game. I didn't really think about it, though, because I was so pumped up with the victory and just uh, a lot of the good that I was seeing. But yeah, I mean, Hassa could have got a, a little uh, cameo. It would have been nice to see, I think. Would have been nice to see. Whatever. Why don't we just beat the shit out of Lazio and give him one there? Give him a cameo there. <laughs> there you go. Let's go for that, everybody. Uh, Forza Ewe, is Juve slowly getting a better roster than Inter? There's a long way to go there. If Pogba mm -hmm. comes back and we buy Lazar, we would have two amazing players for the only thing we actually lack in this team, the creativity. I'm not holding my breath on Pogba returning. Um, and if that should happen, I'm not holding my breath on his fitness. Okay. Um, are we slowly getting a better run? We have to, we would need these young guys to really pan out and mm -hmm. we would need, um, and we would need more ready now guys, I think, but uh, it's moving in the right direction. At the back, mm -hmm. I will say, I almost prefer our guys, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And people have fought me on that. But at the back, I actually prefer our guys. I'll be quite I don't honest. think our, for me, our, our midfield doesn't strike fear in anybody. I'll put it that way. No, no. But it's like that link away from doing so. Yes. You Come, know, it's like one that two, one, one piece person. away. So the argument could stand there for what Forza Juve is saying. Because say Samarzic comes in and all of a sudden our creativity issue is freed up and these mm -hmm. Chiesa can stay forward. Vlaovic starts getting more service. Like then, yeah, it could get scary. It could get scary, but uh, I think there's, yeah, we just have to some wait and see to and it's got to keep uh, building up, moving forward. Weya has some question marks around him, that right wing back role, but Cambiasso this season in the whole body of work, we've seen the great, we've seen the good, we've seen the bad. Mm -hmm. So, if he finds consistency, I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be okay. Costage mm -hmm. having a rough time lately coming in from Mark Weah is not convincing. I would go with Ealing Jr. on the left and Cambiasso on the right. What do you think? I have no problems with it. And I still, like we talked about earlier, I would rotate. I would still rotate to get guys their minutes just to make sure everybody's kind of getting their share and sharp. But being your 1A options, I think Ealing's... Illing could use a start. I think he could use a start or two uh, because of Costage. There's definitely something going on there. He d Does he look like he did last year to you, Ant? Costage? No, completely different. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, no, he, it's the same. It's just less effective, effective doing the same doing Exactly. The same thing. Yeah. yeah. Still a one-dimensional, still that guy, but I don't know less effective. People want from I don't know what people want from Weah. Like he's a young guy, ten million dollars signing. Like he wasn't going to come in here and blow the whole thing up. Like I think I he's was, doing fine. I was okay with uh, Weah yesterday and the yeah. performance before. I really didn't have too many problems with it. Brings a lot of pace, like a lot of pace. Yeah, I think uh, for him, it's and again, it's working with everyone else that he has out there and finding finding like his mark how he's exactly. going to leave his impression with this side. And he's still he's still working on that. He's still trying to figure mm -hmm. it out. I think for him, the way moving forward is working inverted and starting when he gets the legs going and he starts moving in centrally, it gives teams fits. So mm -hmm. 
I think he'll figure it out. I'm, I still think it's promising there. It's night and day to the preseason. That preseason whale was looking yes, like, holy he was... shit, he's going to hit this like a bat out of hell. But, you know, I will say for the most part, it has he's been, okay. been leaving us wanting more. But I think he'll figure it yep. out. Mm-hmm. On a scale of one to Sandro, how useless is DeShilio returning to the team? Ooh. What a stupid question. <laughs> Luca getting it. I knew how this going to Deshilio, I mean, can coverage ever really be a bad thing at Juventus? Yeah, like what? Can coverage He's ever gonna... really be a bad thing? It will be useless if we look to him like on a scale of one to Sandro, like Max saw in Sandro. He first comes back and then gets <laughs> and then quickly gets uh, played instantly. There, it's like no Rugani's ahead of you. Yeah. I would have even played Hoisin ahead of Sandro. So just don't do that with Deshilio. Scale of one to Sandro is pretty funny though. That's... That is funny. That is funny. <laughs> Super Berna to the day. Save the oh day. My God. No. Can you bring the there he is? Look at this guy. Look There's at this. Berna gold dust. Berna dust. <laughs> Ready to this. sign that look. This is just killing me, man. Uh Bernardeski oh, has gold that's dust. So good. Oh man. Yep. It's just too good. That's so good. Too good. Too good. Still props to uh, B- Gigi Buffon as taker is just. That's my new. Uh, that's my new Twitter. That's me with long hair. Look at that. That's me with long hair. Okay. Oh my god, Amazing. man! Kills yeah, me. Real. Kills me. You guys, we've got uh, we got uh, a long way to go still this season. Yep. But halfway there. Nobody can say anything in denial that like you're in denial if you're saying it's not heading in the right direction okay mm-hmm. you guys called us flip-floppers all that i'm all good with it i'm all good with it because i stand firm on everything i said for me all that matters is Juve succeeding and thriving what i feel how i feel about Juve getting there can i be wrong oh hell yeah it ain't gonna be the last time it's not the first time I've been wrong. Our wives be remind time. us all the time. So what you're telling us is nothing new. Yeah. We are wrong all the time. Hey. So stop it. I I really don't care. I will be wrong a million times if it means mm-hmm. Juventus returning to the Juve we all like to see. Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody? That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And that's why one of the things I always always believed in and we always try to stand by on this channel is that all the opinions we welcome them and we love them we don't Mm -hmm. alienate we don't want to rule anybody's out we might take some hot takes we might have some fun with those or everything Mm -hmm. but it's all love and we understand that whether your glass half full or your glass is half empty half loo half Half full or half loo (laughs) or if your glass is half loo (laughs) Half Sandra, whatever the hell Luca thinks he wants to call it. One Either Sandra. way, it's all about what's good for the Bianconeri. All right. Mm-hmm. And right now, we're trending in the right direction. If Juve starts, keeps bagging the goals the way we are as well, if you're telling me that other teams aren't looking that mainly Inter as well and thinking, shit, they're starting to score goals now, it's getting convincing. See what happens. Let's see what happens with Sassuolo. Like Ant says, can be our bogey team. Everybody's got them. We'll see what happens. Guys, I'm going to keep you up to date with the news. Okay? 
listen to Luca, like the video, okay? The one Everybody time take a second, please like the video again. Clip anything out of the discussion you want, share all it. it. All Do good, it. all right, all good. We thank you all for the support. I remind you all, there is five kits we are going to be giving away, all right? So the fan club one for the signed 84 Adi Stone is out, but we got five, okay? I've got another Adi Stone one, okay? I've got the 95-96 Sony. Oh, I've got the 1516, the pink. I got them both and over I've there. And I've got uh, what do we got here? I've got the uh, new away, Agati away. I've got a black Kiesa. We got a ton, you guys. Stay tuned. Okay, this weekend. Probably going to do an impromptu live, just a general discussion, fun one <laughs> about Juventus. This will probably go back to some nostalgia, talk some current. It's going to be good. And we'll be looking at giving probably one of these away on the weekend, maybe to somebody on the live. All right. So let's get with it, everybody. Enjoy your weekends. Okay. We don't see you again till live till Sunday. And then Tuesday is our next one against Sassuolo, where hopefully we. Give them the day for what happened earlier in the season, okay? Enjoy your weekends, everybody. Take care. And fino alla fine, Forza Juventus. Everybody else? Tone. Everybody else can suck it. All those clowns. Like Ant calls them clown shows. Sassuolo's the next on deck. Mm -hmm. Take care, everybody. Yeah.